0: Hi, and welcome to the 105th episode of the Keen Minds podcast, where we cover NBC's The Blacklist. I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle,
1: And I am Tessa.
0: And today we are doing our second of our hiatus podcast episodes. We're covering different theories. Um... We talked about the theory if Tom was alive last time, and today Tessa and I are jumping into blonde, who we refer to as Blonde Cat, but Katerina Rostova overall. If Blonde Cat is Katerina, or who we think she is, and all the
1: yeah. the fun so tidbits that join that. Um, quoted Katerina Rostova. Yeah. Who- that the character that has been basically our elephant being described that we have never actually met, and we only have Kate's memories, red hallucinations, um, a, a tale, um, and a, a few memories from Liz. But basically, she's, you know, the elephant described by the blind people. That each one is describing a, the part that they're touching, they cannot really see the whole thing. So one is touching the legs, it's like a trunk. The other one is touching uh, the ears, and said it's is like a like a flap, um, and they're just not seeing the whole picture.
0: We we have only seen Katerina thus far through other people's lenses. Mm-hmm. We've never seen her. On her own. unless unless blonde cat turns out to be Katarina. which yeah. I or, I don't think she is,
1: or my theory is correct,
0: or if your theory is correct, yeah. yeah. As as it stands, I mean, I, I think it's safe to say, Tessa, do you think there's any chance that that blonde cat is Katerina?
1: None, zilch, okay. I, nothing.
0: I you know. I will give it a 99% chance that I do not think she is just because I've been blindsided before and there's a possibility, but I I am almost certain. Let
1: me give you my reasons why I don't think it is. And, and guys, just in case, this series is called Down the Rabbit Holes. So don't expect... We're going to go theorizing like crazy here. So my reasons for not believing that she's Katerina is, um, they're simple. She doesn't know things that Katerina should know. She doesn't know where Dom lives, even though supposedly Katerina set up that P.O. box. And even though there is a box of memories, of mementos from Katerina's childhood, including vintage toys from the 1960s and 70s, including a drawing that looks very much like Dom's house, like Dom's house with the blue door and the whole thing so i find that the fact that she doesn't know that is is bad enough but then she's asking Ilya about the plan a plan that supposedly she was there so she can't be katerina um however i gotta say kudos to the writers because there are a master class in what you should never use pronouns when you write if there are many she's and he's because they confuse the issues and they do a masterful job lexical
0: and um, uh, le- i can never lexical ambiguities <laughs> thank yes. you i can never wrap my tongue around that yeah and, <laughs> lexical and
1: ambiguities. Of, yeah. and some of them are phenomenal i mean the way then the way they use it for example when she's talking when she has read first uh and he's exsanguinating him and says um Dom wanted, uh, wanted me to ask me for my help to keep her his daughter safe. That's one thought. And then she goes and says, do I seem safe to you? So what, what the writers are doing is, without really saying that she's saying she's Katerina, the daughter that was supposed to be kept safe and is not, by using the word safe in both sentences, the the audiences create that link and assume she's Katharina and it's masterful. Oh, well, it's the same thing that we've seen Red do for the last
0: seven years mm-hmm. is that he will set the stage. He won't make a pointed statement, but he'll set the stage and he will lead the person down the path and start them on it. And then, as we've seen with Liz multiple times, she will just start. Making assumptions. And then when he doesn't confirm or deny. She takes that as I'm right. And I'm going to keep barreling down this path. Mm-hmm. And it's. For someone that is a talented manipulator. Like Red is. And writers no. are manipulators. And John Bokenkamp. Created Raymond Reddington. So. <laughs> it's the, the level of. Wordsmithing. That has been going on.
1: Is. It's. phenomenal outstanding
0: i i have a great deal of respect for it and i i do believe fully that this is an issue of wordsmithing of red speak all of the above that we are being led down the path that they want us to be on without them stating in the show because like you said she doesn't no the she had to kidnap Ilya to to hear what the, plan, the was. plan was when she was supposedly involved in it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could say someone manipulated her memories, that might add up, but the way she talks about Dom, the way she reacts to Red, the fact even just the way that she reacted to Liz when she talks about Keen and yeah. she wasn't they until Liz Keen said Until Liz said, You're my mother, she went Oh, and you could see the lights behind her eyes, like ding, ding, ding. I just yeah, got a winner. I,
1: that's how I'm getting this. And that's when Liz stopped being a problem to stop being a solution. Like, um, you could see the eyes. I think she said, "You shot your, you endangered your granddaughter, and you shot your father." And and she was, you could see in the eyes, like, oh, this is good. But she never once calls Dom her father. She Mm-mm. always refers to him as Dom. And there is also something that both Ilya and Dom say to her, go to hell. Um, which is a very strange thing from the two men that were going crazy trying to protect her. So I, I don't think that that, I mean, to me that has been uh, eliminated because it, there is no way to, to go back in this. However, uh, the question remains for me, just because she's not Dom's daughter... Is she can she still be Liz's mother?
0: Yeah, and I know that we've talked about this, and I'm assuming unless something's changed over hiatus, you still believe that she's probably Liz's biological mother. Is that accurate?
1: Yes, I think it is either Liz, but is she yeah. she is, or the bones are, and that's the other third, Katerina Rostova. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I by now I am ninety percent certain that Caterina dom's daughter is not her biological mother and that explains that very odd scene you will not love her uh, something that tells you about a mother who's not very secure of herself because most mothers want people to love their child that's a protection for the child see you and i read that scene
0: so very differently and we continue to read that scene very differently I really feel like that was a woman that was not secure in her own emotions. Much like Tom Keene at the beginning, she filled roles. Basically, because they were spies, they were they were like shells of people that pretended and reflected other people's emotions rather than really feeling them themselves because they didn't have the emotional maturity to do so Tom learned that I think that Katerina may have been on that path once Liz was born and we saw with Tom that he really made leaps and bounds in his progression there once Agnes was born it it changed a lot for him and you started seeing him become much more hesitant with killing and doing other various and a sundry. You know, unless it was to protect Agnes, he had a mm-hmm. lot of trouble with it, which he didn't necessarily before. But with Katerina, when she said you will not love her, I felt like that was someone that had a lot of unanswered questions about love, maybe was not necessarily confident in her own expression of love didn't know if she was doing it right didn't know if she was doing it at all wasn't sure if she was just going through the motions of what a mother should do and so she wanted to be the only one Liz saw as someone loving her so that I mean, I don't think this is necessarily a conscious thought but if that's all Liz had or Masha all Masha had to see, then of course her mother loves her. And even if she failed to hit the mark because of the kind of emotional disconnect that she would have as a spy, even if she failed to hit that mark, it would still be the main source that her daughter would have Mm. to look at love. She wouldn't see this other woman who might be more emotionally mature (laughs) and able to... And, you know, she didn't yeah. know Kate. <laughs> yeah, she but, didn't know Kate. But, you know, someone else might have been able to do it better. Yeah. And Katerina didn't want someone to do it better than her because she's her mother and she was going to do that.
1: Um, I, I see I your think. point and I, and I see what you see there with Tom. Uh, I could see that Tom would have said something like it. Maybe at the very beginning, Tom... 1.0 would have said something like that, uh, but compared to Tom saying, you know, I want you to be the the grand the the God the Godfathers and Godmothers of Agnes, and I was basically saying I want a safe a safe uh, a, a fail switch in case that something happens to me. There is people that love her. There is people that say that there is there is all this. But I, I want to mainly counteract what you just said by giving you a line from in which basically Katerina is telling us what the truth is. Uh, and it's from Minister D when she's that weird tape. Um, and because I love his daughter, period, my daughter. Liz is first Raymond Threddington's daughter, and not my daughter first. Normal speech would be, in because I love our daughter. But whenever you see something that is weird language, I always say, that's a clue. Um, it's a possibility. I, you know, I, it would fit.
0: Um, I think that it could be difficult to do in the time they have. But if they've already got it set up, then yeah, I mean, I, I think it would fit the story that the, the type of story that they've been telling. It would fit well, but I just have not
1: been convinced quite yet. I know. But look at this other ones. The other thing with 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 Katerina being the biological mother of Liz is that there is something very weird going on in that entire Katarina Rostova identity. She was a myth, a figment. That means, obviously, if she was being inhabited by many people, like, um, like um, Edgar Legat, that's a figment. Nobody is Legat, because Legat is many people. But there is something else that that figment had. A daughter. But the daughter is a rumor. There is a rumor. She's. And think about what that is. Not. How on earth would they know. That she was a rumor. She had to have a birth certificate. Right. Most children have a birth certificate. Uh, They have to have. A record. Of the child. But think about what. Konstantin Rostov does not do he never goes looking for her what what if that cops if those cops that we saw in Reckham are not real cops what if the abduction was not an abduction but actually was um a set disappearance of Masha it's not the first time we've seen fake cops And what if Constantine found himself having to prove that he had a daughter and all he had was pictures, but there was no birth certificate? He couldn't find a birth certificate. How many men really look at the birth certificate of their child? Only they have a legal need for some document or another. Other than that, who looks at that? Nobody. And I think that he couldn't prove that he had a daughter. That's how she's a rumor. Nobody knew that she has a daughter. Otherwise, people would have seen her pregnant, would have assumed that she has a a child. Instead, they have to send people to Velof to inquire if she had a daughter. Velov said, I don't know, they said she had a child. Velov found a picture, but that's all he could find. Why they never went looking? Because she was a rumor. She didn't exist. I don't think that there was a child-born Masha Rostova. I think it was... Part of that of that identity, Katerina Rostova. And if you think of the things, I, I just want to read a few of this. Liz says, the girl, the night of the fire, they call her, and Red completes, Masha. Red is not saying you are Masha. The night of the fire, they call her Masha. Not Ma- she's not Masha. As soon as the name Masha Rostova hit the 24 hours news, they came for her. Not once she was exposed as Masha Rostova, they came for her. Ever since Elizabeth went public as Masha Rostova, not since she was outed as Masha Rostova. And Elizabeth King was well hidden from the demons of her past until you went after her, until you told the world she was Masha Rostova, not until you exposed her as Masha Rostova. So it is it's it's not just one, but if you look at all of those,
0: I'll have to go back and double check the exact wording because as we've talked about multiple times, the, the way things are phrased are so important in this show. But in season two, when when they're talking about Katarina and Red says you were born in Moscow, didn't he say? Masha Rostova, there?
1: No. The girl, the mas- the night of the fire, that's what I was reading. The girl, okay, the night so of that's the that's fire, they call her and read, completes that sentence that Liz just made and says, Ma- Masha, you were born in Moscow. Okay. All right. Thank you. So, it, it, I mean, it is very, when you have one, you can dismiss it as, you know, mm-hmm. oddity but when you have four or more there's actually more of this it's it, it's not an oddity it's a very very peculiar way of saying she was known as Masha Rostova she used the name Masha Rostova she was known as Masha Rostova but there is a child that is a rumor so i wonder if the reason why constantine who was a billionaire didn't go after her why wouldn't he try finding it? It's because he had nowhere to go. He had, he didn't know about Dom, obviously. But he didn't know about anybody. To be, fair, to be fair, the Hargraves were billionaires, too.
0: And were never able to find Christopher. But they tried.
1: Well, I mean, do we really know for sure that Constantine never tried? He said that the only thing I knew, I thought I would never see you again... And until I saw you in the news, there's never like I never stopped looking for you. Um, I mean, and I know that probably Konstantin Rostov, as soon as Katerina became a, a traitor, I'm sure that he had to run for his life. I mean, just having that name Rostov probably was not a good thing. <laughs> and uh, so, so there is a lot about Katerina Rostova that... To me, it's is just so classic of a charade. I mean, doppelgangers, many people. I mean, Legat, Edgar Legat. Many people have it in the name. Uh, one that is the face. How can you even find somebody when you have three different descriptions? Who's Legat? Is the the chubby guy or is the tall, thin, young guy? He can be found because he's all of them. It's, it's brilliant.
0: All right. Um, so I think that leads us into, we've got a set of questions that both Tessa and I sort of approached for our own theories. Tessa, if if she is not the Katarina that, that we saw Lottie Verbeek portray, mm-hmm. who do you think Blonde Kat is?
1: I think the blonde cat was a was the real Katerina, the original one. Um, there is a few things that led me to this. And I think that she was this, it, it may not have been her, it may have been the other one. The stepping stone to create a spy. I think she or someone else target... Red or Reddington. And from there, the charade started. They made her believe, Ilya and Dom made her believe that they were KGB. They recruited her, a KGB agent, for a very secret, exclusive KGB unit. And they used her to put a Trojan horse inside the KGB, which is Katerina a CIA agent pretending to be a KGB agent on the back of a woman who looked very much like her. I do believe that Blonde Cat and Cat are related. I think they're they're members of an extended family, part of which ended up in Russia or stayed in Russia and part of it left. So I think that she was the KGB, she was the original and um the and somehow she got so into it that she couldn't find a way out what do you believe
0: so i mean we, we talked about the doppelgangers and uh and that sort and that's really what i've leaned into for Blonde cat i i think lottie verbeek is the original cat i mean as much as there's an original cat um, mm-hmm. she may or may not have been born under the name katarina Rostova. who knows um but regardless i think she's you know that, that the woman that we've seen that sh- showed up that red called katarina at the end of season six
1: the blonde and that cat we've,
0: yeah blonde cat is a different cat than Lottie Verbeek. So
1: but both I use think that, the name, right? Yeah,
0: I, okay. I think that they both use the name. I think there were several women that looked similar that would be able to move around so you could have a Katarina Stova sighting in Berlin, Germany, and also in Paris, France, as well as, you know, in Canada or London or, you know, basically Katarina's everywhere. A doppelganger
1: it was, is, is a very useful concept.
0: It is, and it goes back to season two when Liz was talking to the CIA agent, and he said, you know, it's... so I, I think it's a con- Yeah, I think it's a conglomeration of, you know, a bunch of, uh, what do you call her,
1: Pinko Madharis. Pinko Madharis, yeah. Yeah. An and amalgamation so, of several unknown Soviets. Yeah,
0: exactly. Opera. And so I, I think that's basically what the name Katarina Rostova was. I think it was a bit like playing... Um, what's it called? Uh, find the Lady or Three Card Monty, mm-hmm. which you've got three cards and you're mm-hmm. just supposed to follow one and um, you know flip it over and have, have you found the right one. And I think that's what they did while running. I think that some of them were strictly KGB, some of them were Cabal, and there was a, a mix of the two. Some of them were both. I think that both Blonde Cat and Lottie's cat were would have been both, you know, um, would work both for the Cabal and the KGB. Mm. And so I also think that there's a good possibility that Blonde Cat was linked to helping uh, Lottie's cat disappear. And that she basically got saddled with the... Mm. The identity of Katarina So you Ristova. think that the
1: Townsend Directive were actually trying to get her? I think that, no, I think the Townsend
0: Directive is trying to get, quote unquote, Katarina Ristova. And to protect Katarina, Ilya and Dom saddled blonde cat with his ident- identity. Yeah. And so they, they set her up. I think Ilya probably honey trapped her. And I think that she probably answered to Dom as a handler. Mm. And that's that's where the connection was. And it's Dom's not her father, but there was a connection there. Ilya was a lover or a close confidant. My guess is probably lover. Probably a honey trap sort of situation. In which it's not like Ilya had anything against her. He
1: just okay. was doing his job. What do you then make of the connection with Red or Reddington? Because she thinks Red is Reddington. Uh, because she said he once meant meant a great deal to her, yeah. And he he even told the illusionist that, I didn't plan on killing him, so and that seemed genuine.
0: Oh no, I agree. I think that they were close, and that's why. So that I feel like blonde cat had to have been involved with the cabal as well and mm-hmm. i think that she probably knew reddington through that link and that and maybe red was also in the middle of honey trapping her I, it's i have a feeling the whole thing was very very messy
1: yeah
0: so red's probably the one that the my theory is foggiest on on mm-hmm. where that connection would be but that that's why i think it almost has to be a cabal link there
1: ah uh, yeah it's an interesting take uh, involving the cabal. That, but the thing is, the cabal only started in 1985. It could be. I mean, um, I, I I, have a feeling that's not what it is, but I, wouldn't, I would be hard-pressed to totally knock down the theory at this point. Um, my own thinking of, of of red the red situation is that she tried to honey trap red and red turned the tables on her and engage uh, you know that i don't really believe that ilia and dom were really KGB um i really think that they were cia because the cia is trying so hard not to find them um however he's trying to you know they're Oh, oh! I'm sorry. We didn't investigate the signing because she wasn't in the book. Oh, I guess you mean she didn't sign. Katerina Rostova spy for the K for the KGB. <laughs> um, so, oh, I'm sorry. We're not going to investigate that. I mean, I've never seen something so lame as that. Um, <laughs> so they were really trying hard. I mean, Dom supposedly is a it's somebody who came from the Soviet Union, and they have a dossier on him, investigating him as Oleander but they don't have his prints and they don't have his face in facial recognition. No. And then Ilia is a ghost, but the British are able to find that dossier on him as a KGB agent. The whole thing smells so much of a charade that I don't even know where to start. So for me, that blonde cat is the one who honey traps red or tries to, even goes as far as making him understand what Liz was going through because he went through the same. He had realized that he had fallen in love with a spy. And then he turned the tables on him using his friends. And that's why Blonde Cat has no idea why Ilya is protecting Red because Blonde Cat has no idea that Red and Ilya are longtime friends because she believes Ilya is a Russian spy. So that, for me, explains why the things she, that blonde cat knows are very strange. She knows that that Liz is the daughter of of Katerina Rostova and Raymond Reddington. She knows that Liz shot her father, not killed, shot. But she doesn't know the relationship between Red and Ilya. So that, to me, tells me those are three basic elements that you have to fit in the theories made about Caterina, about Blancat. So, um, if you don't think that Blancat is Katarina, where do you think Caterina has been? Do you think she's dead or alive? No, I definitely think
0: she's alive. I think she's probably been laying low, may have even built a life for herself somewhere. I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. um i mean i guess she for all we know she could be you know setting it up to bring everything down Mm -hmm. or she could have just kind of like dom found a little patch of land somewhere and laid low you Mm -hmm. know that it was going to keep her daughter safe it was going to keep the man that she loves safe and she just took that hit um i really don't know
1: What would so, you, but I, I do, yeah. I do think she's alive. So the bones are de- not def- definitely not hers. I don't think so. No. Um, I do think she's alive. I think that that the, the elements that we have once the bones come into play basically tell us that she's alive and she was somewhat involved in that i mean somebody that wasn't Red beat up dennison and somebody who wasn't garvey cut the cut pete's fingers and i think that because that person or persons are operating in the shadows that to me Tells me it's about Katerina. Plus, I think that Katerina is the one who either has the Sikorsky, Sikorsky archive or knows where it is or hid it. And
0: I agree with you 100%. There, I and that's. I think that blonde cat is after whether she knows she is or not. I think she's after Lottie Verbeek's yeah. cat. Yeah, that that Lottie's cat has the the archives, and that while blonde cat is being targeted for that it's the real cat and that that's what leads me to think that she got saddled with this identity. Yeah. They know Katarina Rostova stole the archive, but they're going to the wrong
1: Katarina. This, yeah. you know, I think that that was the case at the beginning, but I think something happened and she somewhat managed to convince Townsend that Um, that she's not the real Katerina, Because look at what happened with Morosov's men. They follow them to the park. They go into a bathroom. And instead of doing, if you get a giant bounty on somebody's head, you're going to take a machine gun and you're going to just spray bullets, killing whatever was Like the looked like they did. Exactly. And you're going to take that body and you're going to just get out of there. Because what they're going to pay you with that bounty. You can go anywhere and change your face. And it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to know about it. So the fact that that not only Morosov doesn't kill her. But they take him to find out the information that she was paying for. If she would be Katerina. They would be paying him to, to ask how they can get to her. Instead what they want to know is what she's after. Which is the information on Katerina. But there is... There is another element that is puzzling, which is ta- Red says um, there is that they convinced Townsend. So Red thinks that the bounty was paid and that the Kasanjan brothers were able to convince Townsend. But how on earth would it be? I mean, we know different. Red doesn't know until then that. But we do. How would they have convinced Townsend? Is because only an idiot will say, "Okay, you kill her. Here's this huge money." It would be like, "Bring me the head, or bring me the dead body, and then I'll know." Or maybe he doesn't. How they know how she will look like? Because the idea that Katerina looks exactly like an aged Katerina is kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, I I wondered about that because I just I finished my rewatch, and when I got to that episode, I'm like, okay, like. I understood back in, was it Ariok Kane? Was that the Mm -hmm. one with the website on the, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I understood that because it was someone putting up a hit on the dark web. You know, that that made more sense that a photo and a token could be provided. But for something like the Townsend Directive, they need a body. They need proof. A a photo's not going to do it because... They would just fake her death. And obviously, Katerina has a history of faking her own death to get mm-hmm. out of things.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that, that was one of those things. I was like, so how did you guys get the money? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, so uh... I, this is my, where my crazy theory goes. I think that either Katerina is now working with Townsend or... Or she killed Townsend and she is the one now at the head of the Townsend director. <laughs> I because what I did was it was it was very interesting. I've never done something so involved. I actually went back and I took the dialogue when Katerina, when Blonde Cat is talking to her people, the illusion is Bertie, and when she's talking to Red or Dom or Liz, and that's two different women. Everything that she told Red and Ilya was designed to make them believe that she was being haunted. But on the outside, what she wants to know is, how am I going to get to what I need? And what I think what she needs is either prove that Katerina is dead or uh, something that tells her where Katerina hid the Sikorsky archive. I think Katerina hid it in something that Liz has in her mind that she doesn't know she does. A Could rhyme, be. a childhood rhyme, a story, a um, a song, a nursery—something of of the, of the sort—that she doesn't know she knows.
0: I've been playing with a similar theory for the for the fic that I've been writing. With uh, it, mine has to do with someone else involved. I won't give too too many mm-hmm. details because I know some of our listeners also are reading that, but. Yeah, I've I've been playing with a similar theory about things hidden away with kids, and that goes back to. Um, it, we've talked about the the Alias uh, parallels that have been you know that that we've seen over, and I know you haven't
1: seen it. Oh, is but, that one? I haven't seen it, no. Um,
0: ish. Uh, one of the things in Alias was this subtle training they would go and find kids that matched a certain
1: Psychological
0: profile.
1: Say what? Psychological profile, like Tom, like the main dude with Tom?
0: Yeah, exactly. And they would find those kids and then they would pick them up and subtly train them. And so that as adults, they could be these top notch spies. And the main girl has that done to her because her father heads up the program and she finds that out. Sorry, spoiler if people haven't. (laughs) I haven't watched Alias. Mm-hmm. But and so I really I I think it's a very good possibility that there especially with the memory manipulations that we're dealing with in the blacklist, mm-hmm. I could totally see Katarina hiding something in Liz's memories.
1: And and I think that there's something and in, totally,
0: in uh, Oh wouldn't it wouldn't it be interesting though? Because we know that there's a good possibility she had her memories manipulated again a couple years ago from what mm-hmm. Krilov said. Wouldn't it have been interesting if she found Katarina at the time? And Katarina was like, nope, too soon. And it was Katarina that, that, that would be her a, memories.
1: That would be a great twist. I would love that twist. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> Sorry, that. I just thought of that one. <laughs> yeah. I have not considered that. Well, I hadn't that, until just now, and I'm like, is,
0: "Oh, oh, that's shiny. That's pretty. <laughs> I like that one." <laughs> uh,
1: there is something very interesting about all that. It is that even you remember in Three Eleven in uh, Gregory Devry when Red is talking to her about, you know, the 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 spot the the secret keeper who disappeared with and secrets that she's. That she carried would compromise a lot of people, and and Liz is like, but I don't know anything. He's like, well, they don't know that, and they're gonna come for you. And I have a feeling that Liz that. Plus, it's very weird that they they have put two times, and again, once, I can I can write off as oddities, but two, that's not a not that's not a coincidence. Liz remember words told to her she remember, uh, you're, you're loved, you're, you're wise, you're loved, you're something like that, that Kate yeah. used to tell her. And she remembered 20 steps to the beach, to the sand. So yeah. two things that she remember being told as a child and come back to her. So I don't know if that ability Liz has of remembering things, uh, words. It's something that has that. And if, katerina was smart she would not hide it in one girl he would hide it in two children so that they're always and those children would have to always be kept separate
0: i like i said i've got a running theory for my Mm. thick so i can't say too much about it but yes two two children (laughs) two children has been my uh my go-to for that
1: um and it's interesting that Tom's box have the symbol and she has a symbol written down. So I wonder if uh, if that symbol, because this the symbol in Tom's box was carved in like a object had sat nested in there. while Liz seemed to have been burned by an object with that shape. So that... In my mind, was there's something that sat there that was used to burn Liz as a maybe a way to mark her to find her. What about the the statement she made
0: in the pilot? My daddy gave me this. He gave it to me to keep me safe.
1: Yeah, to be br- to be brave or to make me brave. Yeah. yeah I, whenever I whenever I'm scared, I touch it and I'm brave. That's a very interesting. Well- I mean, I think that she said that he gave it to her to keep her safe,
0: I think is the the statement. It was something along those lines. Yes, yeah, she did say, I touch it and it makes me brave. But, I mean, I, to be fair, some of that is just her talking to a, t- a terrified little girl with a bomb strapped to her back. But there was something in there about her daddy giving it to her and
1: yes it is, uh, here it, it is oh yeah 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 there you go <laughs> i was scared when i was your age too but i had a secret weapon to keep me safe my daddy gave it to me it's very special okay there so it is. that is true you you're right that it's a secret weapon to keep her safe my daddy gave it to me yeah so it's a and I'm not, you know, was it really her father? Was her her mother? I mean, I think that Liz getting those memories manipulated... Well, that's what
0: Selma Orchid said that. She said, you know, you've had this memory manipulation before, and so some of the things you're remembering may not be coming across... Yeah, the people the in the event
1: may be there, but the roles yeah. are different. Um, so definitely, th- there is something there. I mean, it's a fascinating... It, the the more I've been involved in this and and writing about this, the more fascinated I. Um, so, you don't have any clues as to who is Katerina. I think that in this in this moment, well, I do have- I don't think we have. I don't
0: think we have actually seen her in current day outside of other people's memories. I don't think we have been introduced to the current actress playing.
1: Okay. Katerina. I mean I think that we should at least mention the Red um uh, theory just to be fair. Um, some people do believe that Kater- that we have met Katarina, that Katarina became Reddington and uh, that kind of solves uh, who Reddington is and who is and who is Caterina. I I think that I mean to me I have too many indications that tell me that this is not a theory um but a very very good red herring. Excellent one. Just of again the things that he had said like the mother who had died but the mother died later um and there's a number of his inconsistencies that happen um when when you put it together. Um and I think that uh, then we're have to go into, yes, I do think we have met Katarina. All right, go for it. Th- this uh, is where the Carla, Carla, comes. comes in. Comes in. in. I, I do think that we have met Katarina uh, in the woman that we met as Naomi. Um, and she is, and she was, you know, one of her many names was uh, Carla Reddington. So I think that, she and Red were having were I think that she they started working together and they fell in love. And what became what started as a stopgap to have somebody that was that was the wife then became a real relationship. And I think that that is exactly what we see when um, Kate asked, Katerina, about the American in the car, and she says, it's serious, it's frivolous, it's dangerous, and how can something be serious and, and frivolous? Those are two opposite things. There's only one way in which you can make that work. It's serious because, yes, we are married, but it's frivolous because encountering in a car in the property of my fake husband, it's definitely dangerous and definitely frivolous. Um, there is there's other points of coincidence that, to me, tell me that's where the show is going. At least that's where I believe it's going. Um, we have something very strange happens when we hit the fire. We either see the wife or the mistress. We never know what happened to those women at the same time. At the fire Katarina disappears. Then the wife reports him missing. Then the wife then she's investigated and she's terrified of her husband. And Katarina meanwhile is shown being in a with shelter, uh, with a shelter for women with bruises. So terrified wife but is the the mistress who is in a shelter for terrified women in February, before she stages the, the 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 suicide, which is in March, in order March or April, in order to have six months in between the October surgery. And Liz will know this because any six-year-old can go on the internet and find out news like this. I mean, and she's FBI. there will be official reports of the drowning and then etc." Then we have the wife going. Then we the wife is is uh, set in Philadelphia, and Katerina tells Ilya to meet her in the 30th Street Station, which is only one, and it's in Philadelphia. So the shelter, the hotel are in Philadelphia, and then that's that's what Ilya remembers where Skovik said about that night. And we all know what a night that night means. That means the night of a fire. So they that meet is after the fire and is the plan. Then they meet again. Now the wife disappears. She's in, in Whitseck. And the mistress appears again faking a, a suicide. So whatever I'm seeing that, that's a little strange. But we also have um The wife is the one in witness protection, but the mistress is who fabricated the evidence that got the wife in witness protection. So there is all these things happening that don't make any sense unless what we're seeing is a giant charade in which they were pretending to be lovers, but in reality they were married and it was all this enormous thing in order to get her into the KGB. And then when she found herself believing she was dead and with a two small children she left Liz Raymond's daughter with Sam who knew who knew his, him and trusted Sam and took her child and went into and reported him dead produced the, the fabricated evidence and got herself into witness protection and the only if you look at it what is the only reason for red to stay reddington who who's the only person who benefits by red staying in reddington instead of using the money from the banks to become john smith A very powerful crime figure that nobody knows. Not Katerina, not Liz. Liz was safe hidden with Sam. The only person who benefited is Carla and Jennifer because that as long as Reddington was alive, as long as Reddington was on the loose and a criminal, he was still about to be tried for treason with the evidence that was fabricated so in order to keep them in witzig he had to be alive he had to be reddington he had to be a criminal have i made it of a little dent in convincing <laughs> you i uh, you know not really i can see it in her i, I,
0: I will well the, the thing that i said I, I remember saying this the last time we went through the step by step and obviously we didn't have some of the information we have now there's been more it's been added to it's grown but I still feel the same way in that I follow your logic on it it's possible it just wouldn't be my like I I wouldn't look at and go like with the certainty that I look at blonde cat is not the Katarina that we met with Mm -hmm. Lottie there's a certainty there and I believe that Mm -hmm. I'm certain of it I don't have those same sort of feelings about that theory, uh, which is fine. It doesn't mean that I it's mean, inaccurate. I mean, move
1: the notch into, uh, maybe.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think I've been at maybe for a long while.
1: Um, yeah, but there is maybe a maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it depends on the like, Maybe voice. I don't want to hurt your
1: feelings, or maybe uh, I think you're totally insane, but well, maybe, right? Well, you you know that I think you're
0: insane, but that's one of the reasons we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> not friends. Have nothing people. to do with <laughs> that. They're boring. Normal people are boring. It's, I have no interest in that. Um, definitely. <laughs> no, uh, it's it's a maybe, isn't I follow your logic, and it it could fit in with the blacklist world, and so I could I could see a scenario in which that was the case. As it stands, I think it's a bit complicated, but that at this point, whatever answer we come to is going to be a complicated one, I think. Because we're, I believe we're in our last season, just from what I've been hearing, unless something just mm-hmm. explodes. Um, But it sounds like even the cast thinks we're wrapping up towards the last season with eight. And James made a comment a couple, couple, three years ago that eight seasons was something that he, I, mean, eight, I heard eight again It the numbers. Yeah, you you said that as well. And so I mean, it looks like eight might be our end. I know I've said that for the last like three seasons. I think <laughs> this is our last one. <laughs> so like I don't have a whole lot of confidence in my own prediction skills here.
1: Well it, it, just, it, it depends on the on the ratings and how much yeah. they can they can milk it.
0: Well
1: Yeah. Um Basically, unless they go,
0: we're terrified because COVID has destroyed television, please keep going. And if that happens, I just really hope that they find a path into a no-segue and don't. And they answer the questions they've got and then segue into something new. Mm. Um, Let me ask you a question.
1: Hmm. Liz, fake her death, was on the run. Um, Her husband was killed. Um and she's had a very eventful seven years why do you think do you think that Katarina has at some point decided i think red just lost this he has no control of the situation and i got to step in i could see that
0: i could see that being why she stepped in yes um, the, especially you if you're stepped in, I was going to say, especially if your idea, cause I, I really do like the idea of her being one that has been manipulating things and moving things with, you know, with, uh, what's his name from season five that lost the fingers. Um, Pete, Pete thank Pete. you. Uh, with, with Pete, with, uh, with, um, I, I'm sorry. My Denison? brain is just like, Denison. Den- wow. Yes, thank you. <laughs> with Pete and Dennison. I, I like the idea of her working from the shadows there. It fits very well with the pacing situation that John runs with of, let me drop something here and forget it for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I like the idea of them threading this through. And then in season eight something bringing her out of the shadows that she has been setting the board and it's, it's something it's, I know I like writing Kat that way, and I feel like to be someone that held Reddington's affections the way that she did and or does, she would almost have to be someone like that, being able to play on his level. I think that yes, she to be would need... More, to be, than, more than Madeline, more than Cassandra. Yes. That's the kind of women he likes. Exactly, and I think that she would need to be the only... Well, while Madeline and Cassandra could give him a run for his money, Cat needs to be on a different level. She needs to be one that can just leave his head spinning. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. And I think I think Red loves that. I think like you just said, he has a type. And dangerous. Yeah. I I, w- I would really like to see something in which she has either you're not hitting the mark or you've gone off the reservation, one or the other, in which she starts to step back in because the the danger of leaving Red to deal with this alone outweighs the danger of her coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and her they, I mean, if she's had the Sikorsky archive, she had it for a reason there. I mean, and I keep going back to that work. Uh, Dembe says, our work is not yet done. You can't let that and even Cooper keeps saying, you know, you you show up, they told Russell, you show up every morning ready to do the work of this until the work of this task force is done. And so I think that that for Red, that blacklist, the list itself was a way to clear the board to allow whatever it is that the Sikorsky Archive has. To finish the cabal.
0: Yeah, I do think that the cabal is the final big bad. I I believe that as surely as I believe that, that Bond Cat is not yeah. Lottie's cat.
1: That bond that bond structure that was mentioned yeah. once and whenever they something is mentioned and left, I'm like that's coming back. Yeah,
0: yeah. No. I just the way Matthias mentioned it. I on, something please. interesting that I found out the other day and. I, I was born in 86, so I was towards the end of the, the Cold War. It, it was one of those things. That I, I probably should know more about it than I do. Um, <laughs> someday well, I will go a on a map. Yeah, well, I mean, I was a child, and I but I was also alive in it, so it's one of those things that it just never really caught me as something to fat, fixate on. But something I did not know was that, while Berlin was East Germany's uh, capital, Bonn was West Germany's. Because I yes. looked it up the other day looking for something for my fic, and I went, oh, were you now? Yeah. And I don't think that was done unintentionally. The fact that they chose Bonn to say that, and considering it was all done in the in the Cold War and it was all linked to the Cold War, there's something about there being a big faction I think there are probably several factions, maybe fewer today than there were. Or echelons. I mean, maybe the people that
1: actually cooked the cabal and created the idea and, and then Fitch is the one who executed it. But somebody has to be above. And it makes sense. The Germans were very unhappy about the situation in the Cold War. I mean, basically, their country has been cut in half. Uh, there were families that were, you know, one side on one side and the other one on the other. Um, and it, it was a very, I mean, I'm I was I'm old enough to have actually crossed one of the, the of the, crossing, the cross point Charlie, I I remember seeing the no man's land. I remember seeing the Berlin Wall. I mean I, I remember when it fell down and when they took it down. So I, I those are things that I keep always in the back of my head. Um it, it's it's a it's a fascinating issue, but what what do you think was the the element that brought her out of of whatever she was hiding in that. She decided, okay, this is it. Red getting the island box. Liz faking the death. Um, I
0: could see. I could see Liz coming forward as Masha, announcing that she's Masha, and then Constantine coming after her, being that tipping point in which Katarina started, you know, pivoting around and going. Raymond, I trusted you. What are you doing? <laughs> you know and and starting to take a closer, more active look on it. And I mean, obviously if if your theory's right and Carla is Katarina then it was much earlier. It would have been when Liz came to her.
1: ah, uh, um, uh, see, I don't i I have a different entry point.
0: Oh, really. What do you yeah. think
1: that would be for that? I think my her entry point she was she was fine. I mean, if if I'm right, and she fake her death in 2017, um, what brought her out was when Red dig the island box.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a good point. Um, I think there are several very good ones that could bring her. That I mean, closer to the end to of start the world. To to. to starting to set the board because i think she's very careful and i think she's very meticulous in the way that she would make sure to put people exactly where they needed to here's an interesting thought no no i don't think that would work never mind spit it out um well yeah um i was thinking what if she had contacted kate and that's one reason kate went
1: on her rampage but i don't think that works It doesn't because she was like, I'm sorry, Katerina. Uh And she's digging the bones and she's caressing the little K at the same
0: time. Yeah, Katerina legitimately thought she was dead at that point. So, yeah. No, that doesn't work. That would have been interesting. But alas. What
1: what about the idea? Because Dom says something very interesting to Liz. Um, The last time I saw my daughter you know, was in this box when she handed me the key. Tom never says I haven't been in touch with her. She says, if my Katerina were alive, she would have let me know. Maybe she did. He's not saying she didn't. He's saying she would have. Yeah. And, and I think that, that that's... And the, the thing about my... About Carlarina is that if you think about it, there is one actress chosen to play... Naomi and that is Mary Louise Parker and she just came out uh, when they hired her in 2014 to uh, play um, Carla or Naomi that she had just finished weeds in which is she's a supposedly a, a, a housewife that she's divorced and then she started dealing uh, we uh, started dealing drugs and Garvey makes a very interesting point he when Jennifer tells him, you know, are you like him? You're a criminal. I know that you're with Mossadegh. And he says there is a reason for it. So in my view, what Carla has been doing is she's been the head of the Nash syndicate. And he's been using Garvey like she used Constantine, like she used every man that went in her. And she's been running that. And when she was kidnapped. I, she have, was forced to leave it, but she has all that stash of money, and that's what she's using to uh, create the havoc that she's doing. That's an interesting thought. I like it. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 not exactly adventurous in casting. They cast people for roles that are very similar to the ones they were before. And and I will
0: say that. Carla showed not to be just the meek little housewife. She, I mean, she fought back. She had her finger chopped off and still went with the bone to the nose. I very, she looked like she had some form of training. Now, whether it was spy training in which she was holding back Mm -hmm. or if she just had some very unorthodox self-defense training. I, I don't know. It could well, be either or. But there, there was something interesting about the way she was portrayed while she's being held by Berlin.
1: Yeah. I mean, she, she was trying because if Berlin had realized that he had Katerina Rostova, it was Katerina's work with the cabal that got him into a prison in Siberia. So imagine what he would have done to her.
0: Yeah. If, if that theory is accurate. Yeah. Absolutely absolutely yeah um but but i will i will say that even not as a full-on supporter of the carla Rina theory that there is something about carla that yeah, she, she is more than
1: she appears yeah. and and you know she's she's whoever she was she's definitely been out of shape she's been playing a housewife and also the reason why she couldn't really defend herself besides being out of shape if anybody gets a hint of who she is she's gonna be into a lot more trouble that that's what i said if she
0: was trained as a spy and was downplaying it because a housewife isn't going to know how to shove a bone all the way up to a guy, you know, breaking through the skull or snap a neck or, you know, insert spy move here. Yes. Uh, she's just not going to have that kind of training, so there would be a pullback on it. It's the same theory behind why did Tom Key not fight back against Zimani in the in the pilot episode. Here's a trained killer that got gutted. You know, yeah. tied, beaten to a pulp, tied to a chair and gutted. Like, why would he not fight back? The only thing that I've ever been able to come up with is he was keeping his cover. You know, keep keep the cover despite yeah. everything.
1: Yeah. I, so. I I think there is something to it, but definitely it's interesting because the, the character that has been shaping the series and, and more and more as it goes is Katerina and... And a character that we have not seen. It's fascinating to me. That you know. Everything that that Red does. Is about keeping Katerina safe.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely believe that. I think that that's. Because Liz said at one point. She says you know. There's some things that are unforgivable. Talking about keeping her mother from her. I think that. And uh, by the way, that's add that into blonde cat is not Katarina category. Mm -hmm. Red can be a dick sometimes and he can like the way he responded to Tom's death. I certainly wanted to slap him. Liz obviously wanted to slap him. She put him up against a wall, held a gun on him. I mean, she was not a happy camper with him the way he reacted. But there's a difference in being a jerk about it and being relieved over someone that you care about yeah another person that they care about and just telling her oh she's dead yeah i don't think that if he if blonde cat was you know the woman that you know whether you believe that blonde cat is her her biological mother mother or but, but her mother yeah the woman that she remembers um I don't think Red would be that cavalier about it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he thought, so. okay, Katarina's gone off the reservation. She's gone crazy. She's a threat to Liz. I'm going to protect Liz against all costs. Even if that were the case, I don't think he would have approached the death in that way. And so that to me was so telling. because That is very good. We. Point. we we come and this is coming from someone that lost a lot of faith in Red since season four. I, I've had a lot of conflicting emotions about Red. She's a shot. But Huh?
1: She's the shot. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Gosh, but shot. but coming from that, I will still say you can trust Red on some things. He is while he's not honest, he tends to be truthful. And so the fact, the way that he approaches Blonde Cat, the way he talks about her in regards to Liz, in the way he made a promise to to Cooper, I will not touch Liz's mother, all yes. of that. He was very specific. I will not touch her mother. You know, okay, he won't touch your mother, but blonde cats on the chopping block and i he is it goes back to red speak it's what we've been talking about and that that is this entire show in a nutshell you have to be so careful and there are going to be so many things that once we get to the end and that final final finale comes up and we go back we go oh that thing that i thought i knew that i thought i was deciphering the red speak on I'm So wrong. Mm-hmm. It was a different her. It was a different him. Yeah. You know, it's and it's all gonna make so much more sense. But that's that's what's so fun about this is all the different threads and the tangle web that they're weaving. But I do think that they know, and by they I mean the Johns. Yeah, they know their endpoint, and that's vital for this.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, th- there's also another point that, and what you were making. Rhett told Liz, your mother can't hurt you, which to me goes exactly to what he says. I can't kill you. I can't trust you. Um, she's out of bounds. Uh, Is something that a parent cannot do. That um, at the same time, Rhett told her this, she meant us harm. Yeah. So that can be both the same. Exactly. So I'm excited, I'm, and I'm actually excited that um, because I was afraid that that Blonde Cat was not going to last uh, until next season. So in a way, that's one of the things that I look in the bright side that we're still going to get her in the next uh, season because I I really enjoy her performances. She she brings this this little chill um, to to the performance that she's really. Um, Um, you you wonder if she was ever a good person.
0: Well, I mean, I think that she thinks she is. Um, When she approaches the Imam about it, she's like, well, we're the same. We're both innocents. I think she truly believes she's an innocent, despite the wreckage that she's left behind her. Mm -hmm. She could leave countless bodies, but in her mind, and it goes back to you're never, you know, you're never the villain of your own story. Mm -hmm. You're always the hero of your own story. And I think she's taken that to an extreme. That it doesn't matter who she kills. Nobody's off limits anymore. And you know, as I was going through my rewatch, I looked at when Red went after her, the the kid that she, you know, Patrick
1: Bateman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. The 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 difference there is Red threatened him, but he was never going to do anything to him. And when she went, okay, kill him, hung up the phone. Red went, all right, go kid. You know, what, what am I going to well, do? And Dembe
1: said, he said, uh, um, oh uh, what is it? Vengeance or violence is the crudest form of education or something like that. He was going to kill the kid. And Dembe stopped him and he said, well, you have more than one, uh, um, a fairy godmother.
0: But regardless, he let and him go. In the, end, in the end, he let him go. And, I mean, you would think she'd know that, maybe. I don't know. I don't think she cares nearly as much about people as she wants it to look like she does. I think a lot of that's for show. Because, I mean, think about Birdie. She seemed to be very close to Birdie. She was living with the man. They were in the same place. And then when he died, it was just like, I mean, she, it wasn't even a second thought. No. It I was like, I oh,
1: was there a Birdie.
0: You know, I had it set up in my fic because I've been working on this for over a year in the planning process. And when Birdie came up in the show, I was like, oh, oh, Tom's going to kill him. That's going to be a whole thing. I had this whole bit, you know, situated in my head that I wanted to do with it. And it was going to send Katarina, you know, blonde cat on a tear. And then that happened and I went, okay, (laughs) okay. Her mind Everything and I had to end up for... scrapping it because she just doesn't care. She, she she, is the only one she cares about at this point. I don't know if she's always been that way, but she I, I don't Everything know if... Everything she cared
1: died in Belgrade. You know, she says that, but... Well, I, she I'm was just, crying. Is the only time that I have seen any real intense and actually, um, meaningful emotion was when, when she was relieving the, the time their husband died.
0: Yeah. I mean, she just strikes me as a, as a
1: narcissist. She really does that. Everything is, you know, I have a pet theory that she came from an orphanage, one of those orphanages that they, they were in the Soviet union, and uh-huh. they would, and then from there, they would go and pick up, like, oh, yeah, this kid is good for spy. This kid is good for sports. And, you know, it goes to what Red says. She doesn't have a name. Who doesn't yeah. have a name? A kid that has no parents. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and that's the thing is that, like, because Red calls her Katarina at the end of season six, but I don't think, well, while he calls her Katarina, I think she may have been named Katarina. There's I a think she was Katerina Rostova. Yeah, I know that you do, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's It could be either or. I, I get very attached to certain names. It's just a weird thing of mine, which I shouldn't for this show because obviously, I mean, you, you made the comment back in season three, four, somewhere in there. You're like, yeah, Jacob's not the name for Tom. That's not it. There's going to be another. I was like, no, that's too many names. It's too many names. And you were right. We ended up with Christopher Hargrave. And so, I mean, but that, it all ties back to identity. Who are they really? It's, there was that lovely, um, Mickey something or another, uh, was the artist in season one when Mm -hmm. Liz was investigating Tom. Yeah. Who are you really? And it's such a good song for it because it all ties back to identity the entire show. Who Mm -hmm. are you? Who are you? Who do people see you as? Who do you see yourself as? Do they correspond? It just it's such a fascinating
1: theme to me, and it's so good for the show. They've laid it out so well. Well, since we're gonna wrap up soon, let me ask you about a character that we have only seen in Rasfit, but who's also integral to the story because we know that what happened was real because Wrestler investigated Katerina's mother. Isn't she a fascinating character? We have no idea why the Russian was in New York, was supposedly in Rassvet. Dom, who has a house in New York, was in Russia, according to Dom in Rasvet, And then the, the, we have no idea what kind of relationship he had with the mother. Were they married? Was she a honey trap? Was he a honey trap? Was that a... Were there colleagues? Were there uh, sleeper spies? nobody seemed to ask about this woman. She died. And what is interesting is when she died about the same time that she sent that letter, Dom had the accident with a car. So I think that Dom was seriously upset about that. But what strikes me as interesting is that she made a different life. She married... This other guy and went on to have a happy life. And then why? And Dom is in a cabin in the woods. And it seems to me there is a theme here about women moving on, marrying again, having a life, doing this. And the men are like protecting the children or living in isolation to keep their daughters safe. There's definitely definite theme about it. What do you think about her? I don't know. Um, She's probably someone that
0: I haven't put a lot of thought into, which is, I mean, it doesn't, I think she'll probably be, maybe not super, super important, but I I mean, the fact that she was there, she was there in in Mm Rossfit, so one of our flashback episodes. She's one of those stick a pin in it, Hopefully, we'll find out more. I just don't feel like there's enough, but there, there are definitely a lot of good questions there.
1: I, I, I find it fascinating um, the portrayal of female characters versus male characters. Uh, I've been working a lot on, on Blonde Cat, but overall, the character I've been working the most is Jennifer. Um, Jennifer had been the most baffling character and, and I have you to thank for it because I would have said I don't know that actress I have no idea what she was doing I didn't really know her before so it was interesting to me when you said no she's a very capable actress I went back and I look at some of her work and I said yes she is a very capable actress and that started me down that rabbit hole and I haven't still come out You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I it's love her. Fascinating, yes. And, um, you know, I, I if we get to do a, um, an episode on horror and, and crazy theories about her, um, uh, yeah, it's, um, it, I think it was a masterful portrayal. You, it takes to do, it. you see those performances, and it's the same thing with, with Blonde Cat. You see something, and you get a vague feeling of, of of discomfort that you can't quite identify with each of the scenes and you have to go back and you have to look at them again and in the case of Jennifer I had to do gifts and I had to slow them down and it's like there it is yeah that's what made me so uncomfortable that little smile that she puts in when Reddit, it says the, the the death penalty we have so many
0: actors and actresses that have that that are so talented in the micro expressions. Yeah. It's just it's and I really feel like I came across that by gifting the show. Mm-hmm. Um if, if you ever have a show that you have you'd like to know more about their portrayal, I I highly recommend gifting. Because you do, you look frame by frame, you slow things down, you take a look at it. You, <clears throat> excuse me. It just it focuses it in and Mm. you see all these little details that you might not have seen otherwise
1: just Mm. watching it it's fascinating and
0: it is it really is and i know that for me personally because i started gifting tom so much there were little twitches little expressions ryan is very talented at shifting the expression in his eyes without blinking Mm -hmm. i don't know how he does it it's kind of creepy sometimes (laughs) but it's uh things like that you see when you give because your brain says okay someone has this expression they blink they shift oh no there was nothing i just slowed it down and there was nothing Mm
1: -hmm. okay yeah and so Uh, it it takes on a different angle blonde does the same I mean that that thing that passed over her eyes when Liz said, You shot your father. It was like it was just a a, a change. And if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're if you're good about reading body language, you you get it. you get at least something is wrong. and it gives you a feeling like there is something here because these people are trying very hard not to let know what they're doing. So what the actor is doing is feeling and then, stopping the field and that takes masterful performances it's much it's much more it's 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 a lot easier when you're trying to portray an emotion or you're trying to to convey an emotion than when you're trying to convey an emotion and hiding that emotion that takes a lot of practice um, and and I think that, that one of the things that have impressed me with Megan is that she has gone so much better at doing that. And I think that it goes with the character. At the beginning, Liz was not really very skilled in hiding what she was feeling and doing. As the show has progressed, now she's fully on, on the Joker side and on rooftops and being the evil person. And... Um, I'm sure that Ray will eat it up.
0: Yeah, he's been training her. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, is that what we have for... That's Katamine what we have. Soda? I mean,
1: we could talk for hours about her, but I think this is this yeah. is the, uh, the gist of what we have and the rabbit holes that we can go down. And the things that we can say confidently, that doesn't seem to be the case. Of course, being fiction, anything could be the case. But it doesn't seem like it's consistent with the universe has been defined.
0: Yeah, and for all the the various little detailed complaints that we've had over the years, they they do have a pretty consistent storytelling on this. It, they have to to be able to have the mythology that they've done. They if they were because I've seen shows that they contradict themselves within the same episode and you're like did the writers read what they just wrote like what what's happening here that's that's not the way with the blacklist they're very solid
1: on that mm-hmm. and when you see a contradiction it means something yeah so until well, the next episode um we're trying our best to keep everybody busy and occupied and um yeah, I mean, pandemic. it looks
0: like NBC released their fall lineup and Blacklist is there, so uh, they're... I mean, New York is sort of reopening-ish.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but so they have, they I have guidelines as to how to film, and I don't think it would be gonna as be, difficult.
0: Uh, it's it's going to be rough. I don't know. I mean, some of the guidelines I was seeing, I don't know how you would ever film an action
1: show. Yeah, it, it would be, very, I mean, I think that we're going to see a change in the, in the way the stories told. They have to adapt. I mean, those big scenes and, and lots of people and action scenes, yeah. those are going to be hard and very expensive. Uh, so, uh, but I'm sure they can adapt what they have. They, they have a talented pool to, to pull from for
0: directors and obviously people that work on the, the post-production have proven, I mean, they've proven their, (laughs) their talent over the years anyway, but with that final episode of season seven, they really pulled it all together. So, I mean, I, hopefully it's not going to be as weird as it feels right now with the kind of limitations that I've seen put out there, but it also could be the case that they'll get into it and they'll kind of feel for what are the actors okay with? What is the crew Mm. okay with? You know, it's, like everything else, it's get into it and see what's going on and see what we need to and do. And they may to adapt sure by simply
1: safe. saying, well, there was a pandemic and now everybody's wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. So, over
0: summer break. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And so, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah. But, all right. Well, you guys can talk to us on Facebook, on Twitter, Tumblr, and us on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube.
1: And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Oh, bye-bye.